0: Or listening a to, the k, a, to the k. a to the K 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 these guys are awesome check it out check it out change your life you'll
1: be thanking me later
2: Hello and welcome once again to the A to the K wrestling show We are season two we are episode
1: four <laughs>
2: You've I, think. Lost count, you? I have lost count already <laughs> that's how good I am and on top of that. It's the most wonderful time of the year, guys. That's right. It's Rumble season. It is. And uh, let's just say we're both very excited for the Royal Rumble. My personal favourite pay-per-view. I think it might be a difficult decision for you, Carl. I'm on the uh, edge. Uh, you're torn. You can't, I know you're torn. Can't know. Deny, you can't deny Mania. You can't uh, deny Mania. But at the same time, you can't deny the Royal Rumble. So. That's true. But coming up tonight, we are going to be looking at the Ringside Report, from which we'll be talking about all the latest news and rumours in the world of wrestling. Uh, We will also be following that with This Week in Wrestling, in which we'll talk about the four big shows being Raw, NXT, AEW's Dynamite and SmackDown. And then Carl, are you going to hit them with Seg3? Because we've got not one, but two Seg3s this
1: week. (laughs) We do. Not one, but two. Um, So first, we're going to be discussing the history of the Royal Rumble. Looking back at some surprise entrants, hilarious botches all the way through to unexpected winners and backbreaking performances in a segment we are calling 10 the best and worst of the Royal Rumble. And then there's more. So we're also going to be given a review of what I personally deem to be the best Royal Rumble of all time. You can't say the greatest Royal Rumble because that means something else now. But the best yeah. Royal Rumble. Yeah, of it all didn't time. happen in Saudi. But uh... <laughs> it didn't happen in Saudi. But Royal Rumble 92. Um so we're going to be going through that in a segment we are calling the rumble rewind. So we're gonna take a look back at the best rumble ever. But before that, Anthony, what have we got? It's the ringside report. It's the ringside report. report. Of course it is. <laughs> and I think, I have to think about I think, that. <laughs> I think it's my turn this week, so which means that you've probably put a load of shit in there. But we'll give it a go anyway. So I made most of it up. Yeah, standard. That's just you know, standard of <laughs> degree practices anyway, isn't it? But coming up today on the ringside report, Undertaker current WWE product soft, upsetting a number of current WWE superstars. The WWE reportedly have zero plans locked in for WrestleMania. <laughs> of course, these <laughs> Ryback has teased joining AEW. Dolph Ziggler's brother is going to be wrestling on AEW this week. Stephanie McMahon is hopeful of a Ronda Rousey return. AEW are planning a Battle of the Belts event, question mark? Maybe. Mm. Dax Harwood wants Chad Gable in AEW. Impact doesn't even recognize who their own world champion is. <laughs> Tony Khan has stated that expanding AEW's calendar is going to be a big thing for 2021. And some breaking news WWE Network shutting down. All duh, that duh, duh. coming up right now. So, Anthony, nice. be the first one is over to you. It certainly is, Carl. Now,
2: I don't know how to feel about this. Because I'm a massive, massive hypocrite. Because if this was any other wrestler, I'd be like, What a cunt. Um but Undertaker, very recently, I think he was on I wanna say it was Joe Rogan's podcast. He was. If you've heard of that one. It's a good podcast, you should try it out. Anyway, um he was talking about the current WWE product and they asked him sort of what his opinion is was, was, is on the current WWE product. Um and he's basically said that it's it's really tough for him to watch it right now. And I'll paraphrase somewhat if you want exactly what he said. Um as I say, check out Joe Rogan's podcast. But um he's essentially suggested that um you know the the, the modern wrestlers are soft. S A W F T. Um and he's referred to things which I think make him sound very much like old man taker. Like some of the stuff he's, he's referencing is like them being soft and they're not manly men. Is cause like they're all playing video games, these kids. And it's like, okay, taker. Okay, gramps. So it's a little bit, I think if I'm being honest and, and, you know, Taker's my favorite wrestler and I try not to, to, to complain too much here, but I think if I'm being honest, it's like a man who's a bit out of touch thinking that that's what's wrong with the kids today. And it's like, I don't know. I'm not sure he's right, and um, to the point that uh, Drew McIntyre has even responded to this, and he said like the difference between their era and our era is their era was very, uh, it, well, it was it was TV14, it wasn't pg and they didn't have to try and stick in the pg and there's nothing soft about what they do in the ring but they do have more limitations on what they can get away with and in a lot of respects that is a good thing because there's some stuff from the attitude that you wouldn't want to bring back and i I hate to say it well i say hate to say i don't really hate to say it but drew mcintyre's got a better point it's like you know they're still putting their bodies through a lot i'd say in a technical wrestling sense you know there's probably you probably see a lot more of that now um and yeah i think it's unfair to say that they're soft just because it's not the attitude era old men thing i mean he has referred like he's even tried to suggest like you know um they they all their generation you know they all got old at the same time so there weren't there weren't enough guys to work with the younger guys which again i'm a bit like well how does that work because there was always new talent coming in like maybe it's because you picked maven and nathan jones maybe it was because you had you backed a couple of horses that maybe didn't actually know how to wrestle taker maybe it was that but um nevertheless i'm not moaning too much still love taker but i think he was a bit out of step with his thoughts on this and we moan about the modern product all the time from a creative point of view but uh, i think uh, drew hit the nail on the head that it's still just as
1: brutal in the ring for them you know yeah definitely I think um you'll have to excuse me because all the way through that I was just singing the uh, two and a half men theme of men men, men, <laughs> men, men, men. Um, <laughs> but I think um you know I think he's definitely rubbed a few people the wrong way hasn't he because uh you know Drew McIntyre has come out and said that I think Austin Creed or Xavier Woods whatever you want to call him um has uh come out as well as he's saying you know well yeah you know excuse me for playing video games but you know that's better than a Uh, redacted (laughs) or whatever whatever he said in his tweet
2: it's um this is the problem though is like it feels almost like a direct shot at xavier because it's most likely that he was one of the ones (laughs) playing video games and like it's just this weird old-fashioned mentality of manliness isn't it to go video games that's soft it's like seriously you You know know how much money you made from video
1: games it's it's a shame as well isn't it because we've gone like all these years not really getting to know taker and stuff like that and then He's, he's everywhere doing everything at the minute and some of his views on stuff is just like shit, you know, just I wish he wasn't <laughs> like, doing stop, it. <laughs> take a stop. <laughs> Ruining his own legacy.
2: Um yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, maybe he was more of a silent character, I don't know. But um but yeah, a little bit of a shit and again that was very much my my opinion in a lot of senses there that like, you know, I think he's just out of step. Um, And, uh, you know, people might totally agree with what he's saying Because a lot of people prefer the Attitude Era But are we talking more nostalgia? Like, And I'll try and be fair and objective here and say Okay, in the modern product We haven't got people being thrown off cages and nearly dying So, okay, yeah No one can argue Mick Foley's probably one of the toughest people To ever step foot in the ring And he's from that era So that doesn't mean that everyone else is soft by comparison It's just standards have changed Let's face it aw were getting a ton of grief for being haphazard with matt hardy so it's not like you can get away with that now anyway and that was that wasn't it wasn't a planned spot or anything but like the amount of grief that got for something being dangerous it's like well you can't exactly be throwing people off cages and you know busting your noses and breaking your teeth and stuff like that now it just doesn't fly in in today's world And it's not i don't know it's not the modern wrestler's fault is it
1: no not at all i think you know not to digress um but in preparation, looking at some of the segments we've got um, around the Rumble and stuff like that, I was re-familiarised, if you will, with um, CM Punk uh, suffering a concussion in the middle of the Royal Rumble match and then con- sit, like continuing to wrestle for another 20-odd minutes, including being put through a table afterwards mm-hmm. by Kane. And I just think, you know, the amount of shit AEW got uh, for what happened with Hardy, uh, you know, interesting. Yeah. But.
2: And do you know what? It's one of them, I'm not saying AEW shouldn't get shit because the idea was that, like, well, you know, that was stupid then, but we've learned. But that that's exactly my point, is that they've learnt so much and it's a much more safe product and people aren't fucking ruined for the rest of their lives from doing it. Um, it's a, it's a better thing and you can't call them soft just because they didn't nearly kill themselves. Undertaker has been very, very lucky to have such a long career.
1: We've seen so many in his era have their careers ended. Absolutely. I mean, Taker's got two, you know, repaired hips. hes He's pretty much half cyborg at this point, so um do you know what i mean he's a he has gone through a hell of a lot but at the same time as you say you know people the new generation playing video games or you know in a pg world not going through tables and doing crazy shit the attitude errors is doesn't exactly make them soft does it so exactly yeah, I, can, I can see why they're why they're a bit annoyed if you will yeah agreed and so the second news item is all around wrestlemania anthony and guess what WWE haven't got a fucking clue what they're doing for it, which, you know, <laughs> might be all right if it was, you know, they had a year or so. But no, no, they've got to decide who's going to win the Rumble next week. <laughs> so, it's uh, so good. Yeah. It uh, really gives you faith in the product. It really does. <laughs> just... I mean, if you think about it, and you know, a lot of stuff which came out around this um, when, when this kind of new story broke was... You can kind of understand because they don't plan what's happening on fucking Raw or SmackDown until like the day of or and that's why that you know there's such you know a, a shit show most most weeks. So um it's not a massive surprise to think that, you know, nothing at the minute is completely locked in. Um I think there was a lot of stuff up in the air. You know, we we said last week that they have tweaked or changed um, you know, the WrestleManias. They obviously planned out here's the next three manias now, they've moved the Hollywood scene back two years. Um they've gone into the um, Raymond James Stadium this year, which is where they were originally gonna meant to be last year so they're sticking with Pirate theme again they've decided it's going to be over two nights again so I think that's now opened up a couple of different avenues, I think I've been hearing like murmurs and rumours of like who who do they want to bring back to star power like are we going to see Cena again this year you know, what, what, what are we going to well, get
2: considering Cena is still listed on the active roster and is still one of the higher paid wrestlers on that active roster I'd like to see him mm. at least some
1: point this year <laughs> the amount of shit people give Brock and uh, seen is just uh, <laughs> counting his money. Um, but obviously, no, he was Cena didn't the, even the give them uh, once a month, <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. He was uh, he was in the vignettes, um, you know, to hype the, the manias as well. So, I think that could also be, you know, leading some people to believe that he's going to be coming back. But obviously, they brought Goldberg back, um, you know, seen is right. almost, almost a lock at this point, uh. There's even been talk around are they going to try and pull taker back out of retirement? Like, believe it or not, he's only just fucking retired. Like that would just be the biggest piece of shit ever, wouldn't it, if they do that. So um yeah. I don't know. But I think it's it's definitely worrying times if we are, you know, a week away from the rumble and they've got no idea what that, you know, main event stuff's gonna be. Um and you know, it kind of indicates they haven't got a clue who's gonna win the rumble. So not uh, <laughs> Not the best. Maybe they'll just decide on the day. Maybe they'll, you know, similar to us, we'll be there going, who's going to win the Rumble? Vince is us in the and I don't know.
2: <laughs> Do you know what? Like, it worries me because I was like, are they, and it's one of the things I'm mentioning is like, I'm almost like, are they giving Cesaro a push? It feels like they're giving Cesaro a push. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, they probably are just to, to, so they've got an option. Like, because we don't know yet. So we'll, we'll push him just in case we want to use him. It's like, mm-hmm. so fucking worrying. So worrying. But I
1: mean, um... thinking of, uh, you know, last year's Royal Rumble, I don't think. Drew McIntyre kind of stood out as like, oh, he's definitely going to win, because he hadn't necessarily been given massive pushes or anything, had he, by that point, so obviously it was an amazing um, you know experience, the fact he won and we were all made up and stuff like that, but I don't think we ever kind of went into it last year going, oh, it's definitely going to be Drew, I think when he came in and he put Brock on his ass and eliminated him, we were like, oh shit, it could be Drew, but yeah, like, Maybe that mm. was something similar. Maybe it was just in the run-up to the Rumble. They gave him a little bit of a push and then just decided to pull the trigger. They could just bring back fucking Taker, I mean, put him at number 30 and he wins. You know, you
2: this is know. the thing. Like, in some Sometimes a random surprise works. Like you say, we we never had enough confidence to say Drew's going to win. I know you wanted him to win, but you're quite right. They never made it clear. And that was kind of a good thing when he won. But, um, I mean, you worry me now because they could put Taker in at 30 and him win it. Let's be honest. I mean, like,
1: yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like something, or, you know, because they've come out and said that, you know, Shinsuke, who got a little mini pushed in the other week by being in the, um, you know, that gauntlet match or whatever until the very end and stuff like that. Yeah. people thought of the high on Shinsuke again, but he's apparently being ruled out as being one of the people who's um, going to be in the main event picture for WrestleMania. So, you know, Cesaro hasn't even been discussed anywhere. Daniel Bryan obviously is. um the most rumoured he's the one with the kind of the only real story coming into it of like I've never won a bull and I want to win it and that kind of thing so it could just be something like Brian and, and Roman you know for Drew I don't think there's any idea you know I'm, I pray to fucking God that we're not sat here next week with Goldberg as our new champion and they've done it for a third fucking time and they've screwed the pooch like they did with Kevin Owens like they did with The Fiend if they do this to Drew I'm going to lose my shit uh, I
2: think it might happen No, it, it worries me but I think it might happen.
1: I the only the only thing that I would like to see, um, and even then I, I don't think we want to see it. Is we you know we never got Goldberg versus Roman, did we? Because everything happened at the end, we had to settle for for Braun Strowman. Um, so I would be down for something happening with Roman getting like in, interrupting the match or something with Goldberg and, and McIntyre and, and costing Goldberg it or something, and then it's Spear versus Spear. Like that's something which. You know, okay, fine. I, I, but even then, Roman's a heal now, and I wouldn't want to see that wasted on Goldberg
2: because he's the thing a shit face. I can't see unless they turn this into some amazing angle where like he becomes almost like a, a tweener or some sort because he's he's dealing with this egomaniac legend who thinks he can just strut in whenever he wants, and it, that becomes a whole angle which I would really enjoy. But then it wouldn't keep him as a as a heel. Heel, he'd just be like a, a good bad guy. Um, I, <sighs> Like, I want him to stay the fuck away from the title scene, to be honest, which is what I don't get with WWE. constantly do it, and I, I know we're digressing onto something that's unrelated almost, but um, they constantly do this thing where it's like, we'll bring the legend back and put him right in the main event, and we'll have him go for the titles. Like, they don't need the titles at this point. And you're bringing legends back, so put him up against some fucker else. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, I would have no problem with Goldberg returning if he went up against, like, John Cena or had some sort of exhibition like that that weren't about the title. But why does he have to ruin the title scene? Because the reality of it is he's not got a long contract, he won't do many
1: matches and the matches won't last long. So that's not really good for your big title. No, definitely not. I think, um, you know, Re- WrestleMania season always goes a bit mental, doesn't it? Because it's always the whole spectacle of it. Who can we bring back? Who's the? How can we get the eyeballs back on the product and stuff for ahead of the reset that they're, that they're going to do um, post-Mania? So, you know, we always see this kind of thing. You know, I think... Goldberg versus Cena would be sound, you know, I, I agree with you, but I just, I can't see Goldberg coming back to just lose against Drew McIntyre and then fuck off into the sunset, so I'm praying to God he doesn't fucking win the thing, but I'd like to think that if he has come back, he's not going to win, but there's a reason why he doesn't win, and then that can be his programme for Mania, I just, I want Drew and, and Goldberg over and done with but Drew is the champion Um, still <laughs> post- yeah. What's going
2: to yeah. happen is Goldberg's going to win the belt and then Roman's gonna lose the belt, and then we're gonna get Roman Goldberg at Mania. <laughs> nah, it can't, it can't happen. <laughs> I'm it telling you this. Happen. now. and then can't you're gonna happen. be kind of happy but sad because Kevin Owens is champ again.
1: <laughs> um, I I can't see Roman losing that belt for a long time. I I, I can see him having almost like a you know a year long fucking reign of terror kind of thing. Um, I really I just so. make a point of um of exceeding CM Punk's run, to be honest with you. Be a very WWE thing to do. Yeah. Um, I could see it as well, especially with, with this with this uh, this new character he's got going. But anyway, digress. But the point is, WWE haven't got a fucking clue what they're doing for Mania, so the Rumble's going to be interesting because they're probably just going to. all of how that turned into. And Goldberg's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of the news articles could uh, could end up that way, couldn't it? But
2: yeah. So my next one, Carl, is um, Ryback has been um, very outspoken lately as a lot of people know about the WWE product. He likes to do this every once in a while. He'll, he'll rock up, get some eyes on his podcast. I think it's called Shooting Blanks. Um, and, uh, or it might not be his. Or is it just Talk <laughs> with Ryback? He's been on one called Shooting Blanks. I don't know if it's his. <laughs> uh, I would love it if
1: it's just called Talk with Ryback and you're there saying, yeah,
2: it's probably Shooting Blanks. No, he, he, to be fair, I don't know I if it's his back. podcast, but Shootin he Blanks. was he was um, on Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report, so I don't know if that's part of his because I think his might just be, like, talk to Ryback or Ryback TV or something like that, but it was – shooting blanks was relevant, okay? <laughs> um, so, yes. so he's been very outspoken lately about the WWE, um, had a good bitch about Mark Henry. Mark Henry had a good bitch back. Um, he put, like, a surprisingly aggressive tweet out saying about going to the um, to the, the biggest competition and, and really showing oh, – paraphrasing again – but um, suggesting it was going to be AEW. He suggested in these interviews, you know – um there's a lot of conversations about going back in the ring he's not worried about ring condition you know if they want to go in a 15 minute match he can go um and he's just sort of lining things up business wise and he's sort of in that whole conversation he's basically he said that as for where he wants to wrestle um you know he named a certain wednesday night promotion let's say um as they as they phrased it and um he's already been very vocal about the fact that uh, AEW. Or the the future of wrestling for him and he to be honest it's like proper like forgive the uh the way i'm going to put this right back you know don't don't come for us but um it's proper like thirsty bitch kind of stuff isn't it like notice me notice me he's even put like pictures of him with an aw shirt and stuff like that and it's like you know i think if they wanted to sign you they'd have done it by now if i'm honest and personally i don't want to see him in aw mm.
1: and neither does um... mark
2: henry evidently <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah, Mark Henry and, and Ryback's whole thing is uh, is still going on a little bit, isn't it? But I don't know. I think Ryback has had a bad rap as, you know, he's not been the best worker, not the safest worker, et cetera, et cetera. He's also been very vocal and, and stuff um, outside the wrestling world and stuff like that. But, you know, if you said to me we're going to get Ryback versus Brian Cage, then, yeah, I'm down for it. <laughs> I'd love to see them two meatheads go and batter each other. To be um,
2: honest, though, the bit that worries me. Is not so much Ryback as a wrestler, and he was decent on the mid-card. I'm not sure he was ever a main eventer, personal opinion, but um, he was decent on the mid-card. He was a good big guy, you know what I mean? That was his whole nickname anyway. Um, what worries me is he's still got this fucking big chip on his shoulder about WWE. And um, as much as people like to say, you know, AEW are very petty and they take shots at WWE, they don't take big shots at WWE and they don't do it all the time. And I don't want it to become a platform. I don't think they let it become a platform, but I don't want it to become a platform for Ryback's massive chip on his shoulder so he can just take shots at WWE all the time. Because I don't, I want the product to stand in its own right and I don't want it to become about this petty hatred he's got. He just needs to kind of let it go. Like, yeah, they're like quite unscrupulous as a company and you know he's had to fight tooth and nail for his own name that they're never going to use again it's like it's all cunt tactics and i totally agree with it but he needs to let it go like he can't he can't move on to another business with that whole mentality and that's basically how the tweet went else is like he's gonna show he's gonna make this the biggest show and he's gonna go there and they're gonna do awesome and show them it's like don't do it to show them do it because you love wrestling fuck's sake
1: see it's times like this when um you know, I I kind of lambast the fact that we're we're using this new software and we, you know we prep we prep ahead of time with images and stuff because I just love to Photoshop Ryback's face on Elsa uh, from Frozen and just have <laughs> let it go. Um, nice. I, I would I'd love to see that. <laughs> but no, I think you're right. You know, I I've never been I've never hated when AW taking shots to degree, even like way back with the Brody Lee stuff, like um and and like the Vince McMahon shots. I've never really hated it because it reminded me of the old um. At the end of the day, rivalry is good, right? And it reminded me of the old Attitude era where Nitro would be going after WWE and taking it to them, stuff like that. And Honestly, I don't really mind it, but I think, to your point, do I want to see this be a vehicle for fucking, you know, Ryback bitching about WWE every week, do I shit? So, you no, know, hopefully if he does make his way there, then, yeah, it doesn't become all about WWE and, you know, the, the massive chip he's got on his shoulder, as you say. Uh,
2: the best thing he can do, right... And I, I'm, I'm not even trying to have a pop. The best thing he can do for me is to go in as like the quiet monster character. Because the minute mm. he starts cutting promos and he starts trying to be humorous and bitch about the other side, that's when it's going to ruin the whole element for me. If he comes in to just wreck people, like you say, we end up with like Ryback going up against Brian Cage or even um, the Murder Hawk monster himself, you know, that kind of thing, um, they'd be good matches, you know, big guys. Down yeah, to Miro, Miro would be a perfect pairing. Um, one that I'm not even sure we ever got in WWE, even though they were both there at the same time. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, certainly wasn't memorable if we did. But uh, yeah, for me, he he could go in like that. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Goldberg. That's right. I brought it back around. I'm not <laughs> right, but there is always a place for a Goldberg type character, isn't it? And this isn't the first time he's been likened to Goldberg. Um, but you know, there is a place for that kind of character. I just um. As I say, I think his mindset right now and just that
1: whole bitterness towards WWE I think would be a bad thing for to bring to AEW. Yeah, no, I I agree. But um, yeah, who knows if he if he does turn up there, then definitely some tasty matches on the cards. But yeah, I think if he goes there, they need to do it in the right way. Indeed. But Anthony, speaking of people going to AEW, have a guess who's going to AEW this week? Whose brother from the WWE roster is going to AEW this week? Um. Roman Reigns. <laughs> hey, it's my brother Jim why. No, it is of course Ryan Nemeth, the brother of Dolph Ziggler. So, um it's been advertised for Wednesday's show we're going to see Hangman Page in singles competition for the first time since, since I think November, um up against Ryan Nemeth. Um so he's going by his I've heard that he's going mate. in um
2: he's going under the ring name Dolph uh, Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if he
1: um Oh, who was it? Because... Uh, what what was he called? Did he have a different name or am I just get am I just getting this Because obviously he was uh, He was He's in the spirit uh, squad, wasn't he? Was yeah, he? He was Nicky, yeah, Nicky team in, in the uh, in the Spirit Squad. And then he joined Kerwin White for a bit, didn't he? But it might have just been as Dolph Ziggler, just not the Dolph Ziggler we know today. But um hmm. he was his caddy or something, wasn't he? But yeah, I'd I'd love it. It was some sort of thing around that. He had like a caddy gimmick, that'd be <laughs> hilarious. But no, I think it's an interesting one on this. I don't really know much about him, um, in terms of his wrestling ability or anything like that, how long he's been doing it for, if he's any you know, if he's any good. But obviously Dolph is a hell of a worker in terms of what he does in the ring and no, he, stuff he like that, sell. you know. He can really sell, can't he, to be fair. Well that's it. To be honest, that, that's probably been the thing that's hindered him the most. You know, there, there was a time and I think I've mentioned it a few times on the show, there was a time when he was white hot and I remember him cashing in that money in the bank against Del Rio the night after WrestleMania and it was fucking electric do you know what i mean he was so over and hot on that night and i don't know he's just he's just been on a downward spiral ever since really i don't think he's ever been able to live back up to that again and now you know with all due respect to him he's just a Shawn michaels clone that just fucking bumps his ass around the ring every two minutes and it's a bit of a shame really you know his his promo work never got any better um you know he apparently does stand up now i don't think he's fucking funny at all um so <laughs> uh so i don't know you know i'm I'm interested to see what what we get from ryan emmeth um whether or not he that does being
2: said you know like not to digress but like i can't think of the last time they let ziggler have a fucking microphone i don't um, even
1: know if he can talk well yeah. he's he spoke for a little bit this week on smackdown didn't he when he uh against uh, Cesaro. He just got on the microphone and. No, I'll give you that because you come out to challenge him, but I mean, like yeah. a proper promo. Yeah, he doesn't really speak much at all, to be fair. Um, I was waiting for that John... to go
2: And you're like, well, he cut a promo last week? Like, no, I'm talking <laughs> about a promo promo.
1: <laughs> just keep, uh, keep seeing them <laughs> up. I just keep knocking them out. Um, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh hmm. I had some issues with that, to be fair, but we'll, we'll chat about that on the speaking in wrestling. But
2: yes, yeah,
1: will. interesting one. We are going to see Ryan Nemeth in AEW um, against Hangman. So obviously it's not going to be a match he wins, but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see. Um, I've, I've never seen him wrestle before. No idea how good he is. Um, so yeah, I'm quite yeah, excited for
2: this Hangman.
1: <laughs> hey, that, that was. was awful. Awful. I'm sorry. Dad jokes Go. all
2: day. <laughs> so, So. My next one, uh, and this comes from one of the most credible news sources in the modern day, TMZ, mm. um, and this is TMZ Sports. Apparently, spoke to Stephanie McMahon quite recently, and naturally, the topic come up of Ronda Rousey. And apologies, Carl, because this is kind of a non-news thing, but it kind of suggests, like, yeah, she's definitely coming back, and maybe soon, because um, they were asking about the possible return. Um, Steph's echoed the same things that were said in the past That uh, Rhonda's very public about the fact that she Wanted to start her own family and, and have some Time away and someone like that But she's also said that the doors are very Much open for it and they are very hopeful That the former champ will make a return And um, I don't know, the, the I suppose it's more About the, the eagerness of, of Steph would suggest like, do you think they may Be actively pursuing a return Could this be something we see at the Rumble Carl,
1: let's start some rumours I mean, every other fucker does, so why, why not us, eh? Um, I don't
2: know. I, I mean, know, can you believe uh, Ronda
1: Rousey's coming back for the Women's Royal Rumble? Shit's crazy. No, Damn Um <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. There's no better time to bring her back than a fucking Royal Rumble, is there? You know. So, is is she
2: gonna? I
1: think we should get ahead of the game.
2: One sec. <clears throat> Carl, can you believe Ronda Rousey won the Women's Royal Rumble? Oh, what a shock return that was. <laughs>
1: uh, don't, don't, because it'll happen it'll happen we'll just but, save a bit of time for next week you can put that in they'll find, they'll find a way to make uh ronda rousey and charlotte co-winners because you know i need to <laughs> moan about that a little bit later you know oh yeah oh yeah 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 i know exactly <laughs> what you mean um but no i don't know i think if she comes back at the royal rumble um it's a do you know what? it's going to be such a weird rumble this year just the fact there's going to be no fans because it's going to be really different well actually oh is there going to be fans no, there's not as there No, I don't think. I think they um, intend on having fans for WrestleMania, they, but not necessarily for the Rumble. Yeah, I think. Um, I think Stephanie has actually said that. Yeah, WrestleMania is the first time that they're, they're going to get the fans back. But no, it's going to be weird because the fan reaction to surprise entrance and stuff like that. Usually, if someone comes back as a surprise straight away, they're a face if they come back in the Rumble because people are excited to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's very rare. Like you know, anyone who was a bad guy or anything, they come back in the Rumble. Straight away you, you, you get a pop, don't you? Um, yeah. So, but I I think Ronda does better work as a heel. I think towards the end of her run. Like, don't get me wrong. When she debuted, I was blown away by the match she had with um, uh, Angle and Triple H and Steph. I thought she was she looked so good for someone who was so green. The, business. the
2: more you think about that, the more you think back to that. And this is
1: um, no offense, Steph, but this isn't technically
2: directed at you. But like, she was surrounded by like real professionals in the ring there. It was a good way of supporting someone who just started, and she definitely, obviously, she's a, she, you know, she came from the UFC, so she knows how to go. Um, but it is different; it's more theatrical in it. You need to know your spots and what's happening. And um, I, I think they they pulled a really good move do, doing that sort of match for someone so green, because I think the support was there. Do you know what I mean? Massively, even from Steph, but obviously she's not a professional wrestler, or certainly a legend in any sort of sense. But Triple H and Kurt Angle are both fucking legends. Mm
1: no i think um yeah I, I i think there's no better match you could have really she she took she just it was it was amazing to be fair i I was blown away by that debut the way she just fucking just went to town it wasn't like you know slow and cautious she just went took it to you know even beat up triple h and stuff for a bit so yeah i thought it was fantastic and i think she is a very big name it's wrestlemania season i think i'm sure they'd love to have her back um you know, in in an ideal world, it would have been coming back. She, I think she definitely would have been back if it was Hollywood, if it was WrestleMania Hollywood, because obviously she's a bit of a, a mega star in that sense. But I I'd like to think they're still gonna bring her back, even though um you know there's not gonna be a lot of fans and stuff like that because you can't hold off forever, can you? So yeah, I think we will see her back. Yeah,
2: I, to be honest, I think um I think it's a definite. She's gonna be back. I think um I I personally think it's gonna be at the Rumble. I'm I'm gonna call it now. She's <laughs> well, you know, there it's She's going to be the Ronda it.
1: Rumble.
2: <laughs> I don't think she'll necessarily win, but I think that's going to be her coming back.
1: I thought we'd already uh, broke the news story that, that she'd won. She was a co-winner with Charlotte, remember?
2: No, that, <laughs> we couldn't possibly do that. It's next week. Oh, of course, of course.
1: We're not psychic on this show. Um, and,
2: uh, what a shock, though. Both Charlotte and Ronda, like, landing <laughs> outside of the ring at the same time. You've just never seen it before. Never
1: seen it. And instead
2: yeah. storming out and tearing her quads. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I was going to make exactly the same <laughs> joke. That's, that's amazing. Bravo. <laughs> um, so my next one, Carl. Your oh, sorry. Next one. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, on the rounder one was mine, wasn't it? It was. You want you want to talk some now,
1: don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. So my next one, Anthony. Do you like belts? Do you like battles? What about battles for belts? Because yeah, okay. Tell me. in. <laughs> AEW have um, filed some trademarks, and um, one of which being battle of the belts so they filed this on the 18th of january which um so they've basically filed it for pro wrestling and merchandise use so obviously with everything going on at the minute with AEW, with the way that they're in there with um impact there's kind of uh, a couple of different plates potentially spinning with other promotions you know that was unveiled a tournament bracket for to find a new number one contender um for the for hikaru shida's uh title with one side of the bracket looking like it's going to be contested in Japan. Um, nice. So, yeah, it's a very interesting... Hey, could that be a way time. of seeing Riho back in? I mean, I wouldn't like to speculate, but yes, definitely. Um, it's got to be, <laughs> I, I think. Oh, yeah. uh, I think I see her winning um, that side of the bracket and coming back, and then we get Akaru Shida versus Rio. I think would be a be cool match. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's a very uh, interesting timing on this one. The fact that they've got Battle of the Belt so it kind of is it going to be its own pay-per-view is it going to be something huge where we've got like AEW versus impact like title versus title are we going to add maybe japan into the mix as well are we going to have multiple promotions maybe AAA? you know or is it literally just going to be you know one match and it's you know battle of the belts and it's like the the AEW tag champions versus the impact because you know we, we that would It'd make the most sense wouldn't it the young bucks versus the good brothers yeah i mean this could
2: culminate in an impact versus aw pay-per-view mm-hmm. um i would love if they went the whole thing with it and like you say we we involved um new japan uh, they got to work on a shit with nwa you know they could the like you say triple a could be a, a contender they could get some of the lucha style stuff going on that be all sorts and like I'd, I'd love for something that big to happen you know but realistically i think it's probably
1: going to be impact versus AEW, and they've given it a good name yeah i mean um you know that that would seem to be the most logical like for me it could even be you know something as small as just the one match just like the tag titles versus like tag champs versus tag champs and I, I i wouldn't want to speculate and blow it way out of proportion of making it this mega pay-per-view card where we're going to get all of impact versus all of AEW or anything like that if that's not going to be the case but you know they've definitely got the relationship where they could do that um, you I mean know, think of the pay-per-view the the itself would
2: be a pretty good one to have like
1: you know um, the Impact
2: World Champion whatever his name is against um, Omega We like you say Young Bucks versus the Good Brothers you could have um, Shida going up against their current knockout champion apologies guys I don't watch Impact enough to know the names um, what are the belts have they got have they got anyone to contend with the TNT title do they have a TNT level champ
1: um, they had um, an X-Division Title. I don't know why that's still going because
2: again, I, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean personally, I'm sorry because it's. Don't think I've mentioned it this month, but I'm gonna do it again. Um, I I really and they always tease these things and they like. I really want the inclusion of in New Japan. I'd love to see the current iteration of the Bullet Club take an umbrage to the old school Bullet Club, um, which they've obviously hinted at a few times on Impact and AEW. Um, you know, all embracing each other and then like the old school Bullet Club. I'd love Tama Tonga and and the gang. The Gorillas of Destiny all come along and join in the fray as well. I think it'd be awesome. Mm. And that's that's no, my definitely. monthly mention of Tamatonga being on one of our <laughs> shows. Mm-hmm. Somebody loves Tamatonga. Um, I, I think it's a shame that he's not on one of the shows I actually watch. I don't really know. I've not seen him in a while. I just look at the stuff I saw that he did in New Japan and I'm like, God, it's a shame I don't watch New Japan, but I never watch New Japan. Uh, and I just think he'd fit really well in like an AEW type product.
1: And it's a shame we haven't got that yet. That's all I'm saying. Well, who knows? You know, maybe that is what we're going to get with this Battle of the Belts thing. But, yeah, very interesting. Um, And I'm keen to see where it goes.
2: Me too. Can I Can I? Uh, can I do one Go. Go. Fucking go now. I okay. might as well. So, my next one, Carl. Uh, relates to uh, Dax Harwood, who you might know as um one of FTR. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but he, at one point, uh, FTR were part of WWE. Um... They were they were a tag team there as well. Can't remember the name of them, but you know they were they were popular on NXT anyway. Revival. Um, <laughs> I was only kidding. Um, so yeah, but he's he's basically referring back to the time when they were in NXT and and they had two particularly good friends. Another tag team are um, being Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, which I think were the American Alpha. Was that the name of their tag team? Mm-hmm. I mean, sadly they got moved to the main roster and split up really fucking quick because we can't have anything nice. Um, but. He he's sort of referred to uh, to be fair the the article like tries to suggest it's all about Chad Gable but it's not he he gives um, Jason Jordan a lot of credit as well but um, I think at a time when Chad Gable's not really being used properly at all uh, and he's only just managed to come out of the short CG stuff and now he's just in comedy skits with Otis for some fucking reason um, I think it's very interesting time and that on this particular podcast which I think was Arn Anderson's podcast um, he he's mentioned the fact that you know the both him and jason jordan to be fair are people that he'd love to see in aew um and again you can listen to the whole thing on on arn's podcast but essentially it's the their belief of like they're they're really good really good workers hard workers um in fact he even cited jason jordan is probably one of the hardest working performers he's ever been in the ring with which is a real compliment coming from these guys um and it's i don't know for me i'm like i think Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Jason Jordan still contracted WWE as well, so it's probably something, that we're never gonna get, or certainly not anytime soon. But um, it does make you think. What well, What could they do with those two? Because Chad Gable, you've mentioned a few times, he is he's fucking strong, and he's really good in the ring, and he just doesn't get the the airtime, and when he does, it's not really used right. So no. I think you called it, Dax. Bring him, bring him to AEW.
1: I think um, you know something else which should be a good fit for him in AEW as well. Is AEW is a bit a lot smaller in terms of their roster like they don't care as much about size about
2: having yeah big that's why they, they um, end up with that jab of all oh, petite wrestling do they because they they mm, won't like it's not just like well he's a big guy let's go with that guy
1: well that's it you know you've got like the old school guy like like jim corner for example fucking hates aw for many reasons but one of the reasons is he's like they're just a bunch of regular guys they don't even look like wrestlers they're not even built etc cetera, etc cetera. but if you're a great worker um doesn't matter how tall you are or anything like that does it so you know Gable is fantastic he's not being utilized I
2: can't believe people still look at it that way you see people like AJ Styles um a bit of a wild example but Ricochet and people like that who are so impressive in the ring with their athleticism and you think how can you think it's all about being a big guy who can't really move because that's what the old school was wasn't it let's be honest Hulk Hogan's moveset isn't fucking
1: fantastic is it (laughs) no definitely not I think um you know it's it's a hard one because a lot of people, um, you know, when you had Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, stuff like that, you know, you still had your, your Randy Savage, you still had your Bret Hart and your people like that who were coming up and they changed the landscape a little bit, you know, you've had yeah. Daniel Bryan as, as, as your champion, you've had AJ as your champion, so even in WWE the landscape's changed a little bit, but yeah. I don't think it's ever going to get to a point like an AEW where, you know, like if you look at the champions, you've got Drew McIntyre, you've got Roman Reigns, and they're both great, but at the same time they're both fucking built like brick shit houses because... Yeah. And, when, he wants
2: that. and let's be honest, when Drew wasn't as built, he didn't get as uh, as good a run. So and I'm not saying at all about that,
1: but he went away, he got some muscles, and and now he's chap. Well, yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, so of, yeah, I haven't got speaking of impact like we did before. Um, and us not knowing who the champions were. Well, guess what? Neither do they. So, um, shockingly enough, believe it or not, um, the official uh, impact, I'm not sure if it was their Twitter or their Instagram, I think it might be their Instagram, um posted a, a, a picture up of um basically Rich Swan uh holding the the championship and the caption read <laughs> Falabar eyeing up the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. It's like how so how funny. could you get that so wrong? Like who the who's managing their social accounts? Like damn <laughs> that is That's
2: crazy. that's so shocking, isn't it? It's like, it's like well, I clearly don't watch Impact. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's like, you know, in fairness, like they've had a lot of shits over the years, Impact, and obviously they've had a lot of ups and downs and stuff. But they've they're never kind of seen as as big players and stuff like that. And when you've got like little snafus like this, that just make them look like such, you know, small time, doesn't it? It's uh it's just silly. How can you get something like basic wrong, like not, not knowing who you fucking who your champion is or calling yeah. them the wrong name, like silly am i right in saying like they didn't even
2: delete it that quick either like they let people really really rip them for it for a bit and make good
1: note of it before it actually even disappeared oh yeah it was like, up uh, there was loads of people commenting taking the piss and stuff like that but they didn't just like address it or be like whoops we made a mistake or we meant this they just deleted it and just hid from it <laughs>
2: <laughs> just put up a Photoshop version where they put uh, <laughs> father bar's head on
1: there. there we go fixed it yeah <laughs> fixed. i mean if they did that, I'd have, I'd have a lot more respect to be fair. But they just kind of just ran away from it and like hid, didn't he? So um Yeah, yeah. to be not, fair, yeah, I think major. that'd be a good laugh if they actually went for some really bad looking Photoshop just to fix it. <laughs> um but yeah, not not a major news story, but one that we just thought was uh was pretty funny nonetheless.
2: Yeah, had to get it mentioned, didn't it?
1: Speaking of had to get it mentioned,
2: didn't it? Um <laughs> not the best segue, but we'll we'll live with it. Tony Khan. Um for those of you who don't know, he owns AEW. Um, he's very recently been talking about this ever um, existing suggestion that we're getting another hour's worth of TV Mm -hmm. now he he engaged in some oral sessions with Rene Paquette and uh, during this he was asked a number of questions about AEW and um, he referred to their um, their presence on the likes of YouTube and that he's really proud of what's been achieved with Dark. Um obviously really proud of what's happened with Dynamite, but he mentions the the ever growing ever expanding roster, the amazing talents. Uh, he's well aware that I think not everyone gets the amount of airtime. I mean a lot of people don't give Dark I think the credit it deserves like if you're on Dark you're on like the the really like the dregs of their show, but I think it's actually a really good way of pushing Uh, wrestling on the internet like nwa powers exclusively on youtube so anyway um so he's mentioned about this this extra hour of tv and he's heavily suggested that 2021 is the um the year where you're going to see some some major sort of calendar expansion let's say for AEW. um so he's not giving much away but it seems like we're going to be getting a lot of um a lot of extra content potentially um, and you know we've seen some changes, and I'm not suggesting that they're gonna they're gonna be significantly impactful, but like we've seen them, uh, I believe Revolution's gonna be their first pay per view that takes place on a Sunday. So we're seeing them move some things around and maybe test some time slots. Is that a deliberate thing? I don't know. Um, see what kind of uh, attention they get. At different times, and maybe that's a deliberate thing. Um, when they're referring to a third hour, I really fucking hope they don't mean on top of Dynamite. I hope it's a separate thing, otherwise they're gonna go for the raw problem. But um, yeah.
1: yeah, um Tony Khan has uh, he has come out and said that it definitely won't be um, a third hour. <laughs> so thank fuck for that. Thank um, fuck <laughs> for that. But, but that also uh, means Anthony me in terms of this week in wrestling. Then you know it's probably only fair for you to get to cover an AEW show now because I've had Dynamite all this time and. That's you know, true. Being have able That's to true. enjoy that.
2: So. We're going to be there so imbalanced. We had a nice even four. Five just doesn't feel right. I'm not doing Impact. Neither am I.
1: <laughs> no. You do it. No. <laughs> you. But uh,
2: yeah, so there's not a lot to tell just yet, but certainly keep your eyes peeled during 2021
1: because there's going to be some big old changes for AEW. There is indeed. And speaking of big old changes, got quite a significant breaking story today um, in terms of changes for WWE. <laughs> And specifically for our US listeners. The WWE network will be no more in current form. So hold your horses. Basically, um BooDoob Network has now been acquired. Um, the streaming services in the US by NBC to be um part of their Peacock streaming network. Yes, another streaming network. Um so that's Vince couldn't pass up the opportunity for another cock reference. He went for it. Well, thinking back to the uh, old <laughs> DX jokes, uh, Vince loves cock and he loves peacocks. So um, <laughs> yeah. So NBC have struck a deal with WWE, which will see the WWE network um, basically lift and shift over to the Peacock um, streaming platform. Um, interestingly, that only costs four ninety nine, uh, whereas the WWE right network now. costs nine ninety nine. However, that Will mean that um, if they if they stick with that, they are now going to start getting ads. So um, Peacock for four ninety nine does include ads. They can upgrade to Peacock Premium um, for nine ninety nine, which is what they're paying already for ad free. So um, interesting decision, I would say. So uh, I think it's the right move. I mean, if anything, it gives them more exposure, you know. Um, But then again, does it? (laughs) Because it's a they're going from something which is already you know established i know they're going to be moved across to mbc and stuff like that anyway but people might just be like oh well i don't want this year i just want to, and you know what i mean you know what people are like but um you know it could be it could be great for them i think you know being able to have this extra exposure for people who will get it because they want to just watch friends for example and go oh i get to do a network now i get to, yeah. get to watch that I, as well i think i think it's a good move for that like this
2: is probably a stronger streaming platform than wwe network have done I don't think they've really still got a very solid infrastructure for it, um, so I think piggybacking on top of a, a, a decent. Uh, and I always quietly hoped uh, Netflix would get it. The amount of um, WWE-related Netflix content we have within the Big Show show and mm. that main event film that was kind of shit and um, various other bits and bobs. I was like, yeah, we're gonna get. WWE is gonna end up on Netflix eventually, and that would have been awesome. But oh, mo- mostly because we get Netflix in this country, so that would have, you know. Yeah, it's not so, something the UK is going to get. So I don't know what we're going to get. um Are we still uh, going to no. stick with WWE Network, Carl?
1: We are, Anthony. We are going to be staying put. So for Europe, um, they've announced that there'll be no change. Uh, you know, if you are a WWE Network subscriber, you will remain with WWE Network, <laughs> and you'll continue to pay nine ninety
2: nine,
1: whether you fucking like it or not. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Anyway, we're already paying nine ninety nine in terms of great british pounds therefore um we already are overpaying really bother acknowledging the exchange rate yeah they never do really um yeah yeah, so it is is kind of what it is but yeah so uk um europe won't be affected um but yeah if you are in the states i believe it's sometime i think is it march end of march um say end of march yeah so i think uh Oh yeah, I think it says here the first the first event to hit the service is going to be Fastlane on March 21st. So and I believe mid, uh, they're mid, looking yeah, at March. they're looking at doing some
2: sort of migration of their existing uh, users, aren't they? As well, so like if you currently signed to the WWE Network, they're probably going to send you an email at some point. Probably you know, will sign
1: up to this. Um, yeah, so interesting one, really. It, it's a, it's definitely a an interesting move for WWE. I wonder what it means um, going forward. Obviously it's going to be a good deal for them but do you think we might see pay-per-views potentially coming off the network um and I hope moving not. More towards like
2: well i mean on, this on, could on, be a clear sign from the investors that they want pay-per-views to be pay-per-views mm-hmm. and um yeah the network it's not going to be a thing to draw people onto the network anymore because it's not their product so um yeah we might see that again where it's like pay forty dollars and you can watch
1: it once well, yeah, that, um, that's where that's where my head was at when I first saw this. I I thought eventually they're gonna drop, you know, getting pay-per-views for everyone who has uh, Peacock. Instead, it'll be a standalone thing where you have to buy them again because which is gonna be mental, really, isn't it? Because if you look now, you know, you can get over here in the UK, you can get WWE Network for nine ninety nine. You can watch everything on it, or you yeah. can get like the pay-per-view with uh, BT Sport, for example, and uh, you know, it's it's more than nine ninety nine, isn't it? And it's, it's way more than nine ninety nine. So I get it because you know that's the traditional way to watch it over here and you know whether it's Skybox office or anything like that it's it's the way that people like it and they like just having it on the you know the set top boxes or whatever don't be so. Yeah.
2: And this yeah. is the thing for me though whether we continue to have WWE Network is one thing I think if they make that move they'll make it across the board so we'll have WWE Network but pay-per-views won't be turning up on there. That's what I reckon is going to happen. Yeah. So, I, can, I can see it still that. Still was though. over at the same time. <laughs> but
1: hopefully Thanks Vince. <laughs> Fuck like you, Vince. But yeah, so WWE Network will be no more. It's the way we know it. And, and you it. know what?
2: They've got a good history of successful choices with streaming services. So I'm sure this is going to go really, really well. Really well. Really, really well.
1: So that was it. That was it. The ringside report.
2: Yes. <laughs> Huzzah. Huzzah. Indeed. So what have we got coming up next, Carl? Come, Come up hang, next. On, hang on. Let's be professional about this. We'll be back with you after a
0: word from our sponsors. <sighs> Monopoly Events presents, for the love of wrestling, Europe's largest wrestling convention, back in Liverpool, the exhibition centre, between the 15th and 16th of May. Guests this year include Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle. The icon, the showstopper, Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels. Three-time WWE champion, three-time TNA champion, things are about to get extreme with Jeff Hardy. 7 times women's champion, of the decade and Hall of Fame star Trish Stratus, Grand Slam winner, and the Wrestling God John Bradshaw Layfield. These and many, many more will be joining us in Liverpool. Find us on Facebook at For the Love of Wrestling. Visit our website fortheloveofwrestling.co.uk for tickets for entry and guests. Visit ticketquarter.co.uk. That's ticketquarter.co.uk for the love of wrestling. By the fans for the fans.